Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to Purpose Driven Sobriety. Thank you for joining the Purpose Driven Sobriety Podcast. My name is Christine and I am an alcoholic. And so today, um, I have Jennifer back, my fur fur. Um, So let me give you just a quick um, rundown. Jennifer, which episode were you on? Was it six? Four. four. Was Was it four? Okay. Um, She was, so go back to episode four and and you can hear Jennifer's story. Um, But I have known Jennifer since before I got sober. Mm -hmm. Um, We officed in the same building together. And I know we're, we're on video this time. We officed uh, in the same uh, building together. And so she she had, had gotten sober. And so she was able to kind of witness um, some of my little shenanigans. But you you had grace and you never um, called me on it or d- anyway. So then when well, I got... you hid from me for... I, I did. I, yeah. You I, duck I, and I cover. I would see Jennifer coming down the, down the hall and it would be like, okay, yeah. you know, go the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, but I was just barely sober. Yeah, because you what, now I've got eleven years, mm-hmm. and you've got how long? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, so we um, that's amazing. Congratulations, thank you, to you. and you too. Um, and so when I, when I did get sober, we we run in the same crowds now, and and um, and she's now she offices in the 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 room exactly next to mine, the the executive suite <laughs> Lots next of to mine. Good juju in that room. I know that <laughs> we're just we're blessed. So uh-huh. we we have each other and so you know this is we're gonna we're gonna try something uh new and i don't know what's gonna happen so that should be fun but but um what i my thought process was a a purpose-driven conversation um in about sobriety and and what we did what i did was i have topics in the handy dandy jar here that um we're going to just pick a topic and we're going to, um, we're going to see what happens. That's so like so you. that should be a major shit show right there. <laughs> so there's no way to decorate that. Pretty. I know. No way to prepare it. No way to it. prepare. But you know what? Th- these are, these are all the topics in it. You know, not even just that an alcoholic addict would, would only have to deal with. These are just, this is just life shit that, you know, um, ev- all of us deal with. Yeah. And so, um, what I wanted to do was because we we argued over who would who would pick first and all of this. I'm and the topics sent, that were put in there. The, I, well, <laughs> the, yeah, there the, I, I did control that. Yeah, but um, since you're my guest, I'll guess I'll let you go first. But but so we're just going to pick a topic and just kind of discuss it and see what happens. So in the meantime, like I said, thank you so much for sharing um, um, and, and and sponsoring this this episode. Okay. Um, you can. We also have. I have I've yet to plug the purpose driven sobriety merch, um, which you know this this is a nonprofit venture. This is mm-hmm. something that that 
in my life God is doing and it's just going to be fun to see what happens with it. Um, but you can go to PurposeDrivenSobriety.com. There are t-shirts. There's a profit of $5 made on every single shirt, which I put right back into um, the production of this show. So I just paid the studio for another show because we sold 10 t- t-shirts. So um Check that out if you you know if you feel way cool. if you feel that's right yeah. if you feel led to to support um I, I would be very grateful mm-hmm. otherwise I'm gonna keep asking you for money to pay for this <laughs> so you might as well because that was the deal that yeah. I had with God dude yeah. I mean it was because I know me well enough that I will try to take cre- credit for this yes and and make it about me and if I didn't pay for a single thing I I can't rightly do that so that's where that came from so. Without further ado, let's see let's see what happens with this thing. And I'm gonna have you okay. I'm not gonna have you close your eyes or anything. Okay. But okay. you can I move gotta it move the mic. Yep. Okay. So grab a topic and let's go. Ooh. Oh. Okay, well, first of all, I'm Jennifer. I'm a grateful alcoholic. Hey, yeah, hey y'all. Uh, fear. Oh, I hate that I, one. Put that, that one yeah. back in and let's try again. <laughs> <laughs> we do have that luxury. Oh my gosh, fear. Uh oh, see, oh look at look at the chills I, I just mean, got. It's like the, you know, it's the basic uh, thread that just permeated every part of my life. Um, and I and I can l- let it get away with me and um, and I can get crazy over it. But I didn't know that I was so fearful. You know, when I got sober, I had um, I, I was scared. You never would have called it fear. Yeah. You, every single the, here's what I learned. Here's what I learned mm-hmm. early on. Every single, I think it's like every single negative emotion Mm -hmm. is, is born can be from fear. Yeah. And I just heard something recently that anger and fear are, uh, are best friends, you know? And so I didn't know I was angry either, but that's a different topic, but, uh, it's in there. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, the fear, uh, the fear part, you know, somebody, uh, I think it's probably my sponsor, who uh, really drilled in me that um, you're basically afraid of two things. One, uh, something being taken away from you or uh, fear of not getting what you want. Mm. And it, it, so like those are the two basic fears. So whenever I like feel that button pushed in me, you know, like um, uh, irritated or uh, someone says something that just hits my gut and I want to react um that's i've learned over the years to ask myself those two questions what is it i'm afraid of i'm afraid of losing something what is it mm-hmm. or i'm afraid of not getting what i want and um just the recognition of that sometimes is really powerful and i can release it a lot faster than i used to but i was afraid of I was afraid of my shadow. I was afraid of everything. I was just, it would just uh, ate away at my relationships because Mm -hmm. then I just started to control everything around me or manipulate everything around me so that I wouldn't feel bad, you know? So I didn't feel the feeling. And, um, and, uh, and, and also, you know, it really fueled my drinking I mean, if I was afraid, boy, that was my liquid confidence, right? right. I mean, I could feel better. Mm-hmm. I could feel more confident. I could, you know, do whatever. It gave me it gave me anger to fight back. Um, it gave me courage. courage. Yes. <laughs> All courage. of those things. So, you know, um, even though fear, uh, fear is the basic component of my alcoholism, 
self-centered fear, uh, you know, that the alcohol helped to alleviate that so much. So when it got taken away, when I couldn't do it anymore, terrifying. Oh my gosh. That's all I was, was just one fear ball, you know? And, um, I was just oozing with it, you Mm -hmm. know? So, um, and then the resentment was on top of that. See, if I have a resentment now, I know it's not really about anger. It's usually about fear. Right. So, um, well, and I can remember not being able to, when I, when I first got sober, not being able to, because I was told that too. And it's like, but I'm not sure what I'm afraid of. So that's why the, that's why in recovery, you know, working a recovery program where it's not just you because self cannot cure self self cannot make self better. Mm-mm. Self got you where you, where oh, you yeah. are, oh, yeah. you know, but, but I can remember just thinking, okay, well, if it's fear, I don't. So that's where that having that, that person, you know, that sponsor to, to call and go, okay, here's what I'm feeling. What does this mean? Because I was so, <laughs> yeah, I was so, what is that? Um, I was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I didn't know what feelings meant because I'd killed them for so mm-hmm. long yeah. with, with substance. I, I had trouble identifying my feelings too. And I had been in therapy for years with so many different people and had gone to treatment and, you know, worked on depression and all of those things. Uh-huh. But I really didn't know when I was feeling scared or when I was feeling angry or, um, or lonely well, you and know? it went even further yeah. than that with me because even if what I even I would even drink when I was mo- most joyful. Oh yeah. So it's so it's uh, <laughs> that you know, um, and I don't know why it's just like uh, pounding in my head right now. You know the 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 scene in in the Grinch, the Grinch stole Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Where where he's holding on to that um or no 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 he's 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 got the sunlight of he's got what I say is the sunlight of the spirit shining on him and he starts to cry and he's oh, like what, what is, is that this? Yeah. yeah yeah and and he's feelings yeah. you know and it's like that's how I felt yeah ew Rock, I don't I don't just, want those because they they I just I need those to just go away because I didn't know how mm-hmm, to process them mm-mm. I didn't know what to do with them right right and it just it physically hurt yeah and I didn't want to acknowledge them when I had them you know a lot lot of times I would call my sponsor and I would say they're doing this and well what's the feeling what is the fear you know and I would and I would tell her and she was like okay we'll sit with that (sighs) and I was like what sit with it I gotta get rid of it you know like now how do we make it go away (laughs) make it better now yeah yeah and so sitting with it was a new Thing for me that I could be okay that I could feel okay in my own skin feeling the feeling that I was having oh that's gross it was it's and it gross. was well and I gotta tell yeah. I gotta tell you let's let's pause for a second with that you know it's it's you know I know that this is pur- purpose-driven sobriety and and we're we talk a lot mm-hmm. about addiction and stuff like that but but to, to try to you know ooh those feelings I'm feeling the fe- to try to get rid of those you can go shopping you can <laughs> you know there are some yeah. people who use sex there's some people who use yeah. um all, all kinds of different things yeah. You know, it, it obsessively to try to not feel, Sugar. and that's what we're talking Ice about. Ice cream. There you go. <laughs> and and trying to trying to. I remember when I first got sober, 
Um, I, I, I think Eric, uh, my daughter had made, had made, had made me a pair of earrings or something. I'm like, how do you do that? And so she made a pair in front of me and honey child, (laughs) I stayed up until all hours of the night. Mm -hmm. I made enough earrings to outfit the entire city just because, (laughs) and it was in, and Rick, um, my husband actually called my sponsor and was like, she's off the deep end. And my sponsor's like, leave her the hell alone. Yeah, (laughs) She's, she's, she's trying to sit with this but she has to do something and as long as she's not drinking right now because that's what was killing me or tried to kill me I tried to kill me make no mistake about it but alcohol but is is you know as long as she's doing something and not hurting anybody right now just let her process through this you know and I smoked you know I didn't quit till Mm -hmm. two years after yeah and so that helped me so much yeah and so I know I get it the dangers of and no it's not great to smoke and blah 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 so kids don't smoke right don't but at the same time I don't know how I could have processed everything unless I had. And if you'd asked me to quit smoking and quit drinking at the same time, I couldn't have done it. No, we're done. Uh So, um, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. That I, I, um, and so now 11 years, 15 years later, I mean, ho- hopefully we've done so. So you've perfected when you're in fear right now, recognizing when you <laughs> perfected. No, you Hardly. know, because it always starts with what they did. You know, it's like it's he's irritating me, or they, you know, they're oh my god. That's gosh. what I was about to tell you. I was listening to a, a a recovery speaker in my car the other day, and he said he said I had a sponsor at one time where you would call him and his voicemail would pick up and the message said it's not them it's not them it's not them leave a message so <laughs> I was like oh crap so I have a story about that so like I remember like spinning off the rails and it was back when I did smoke but it was early on in my sobriety and uh, I remember I was at work at school and I, I was on my lunch break and I was just spinning out of control, you know, I mean, I was like months sober, you know, and so uh, I remember calling my sponsor and I, and I said, you know, and I just, I would just diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, just, Mm -hmm. just explode, Mm -hmm. you know, and couldn't stop long enough for her to, you know, say something. And so finally she's like, okay, here's what you're going to do. Are you in a parking spot? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Get a piece of paper, a white piece of paper and a pen. I was like, okay, okay. And I'm thinking, what is she going to have me She's do? She's going to give me some something to do. Yeah. Just <gasps> and she said, okay, now I want you to write down every fear you're having. Ew. Yeah, I know. I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> and besides that, I just told you what they were. Right. <laughs> why do I have to write Fix them down? It, yeah. Ma'am. <laughs> You and I think so much alike. Fix it, man. So, yeah. And so I wrote it. I was like, I would, but I would have done anything she asked me to do. Uh-huh. Anything. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I was so, I was desperate for relief, you know? And um, so I wrote all my fears down and um, she said, okay. And I'm thinking she's going to have me read them to her. I'm like, I wrote them down and she's like, okay, now take that piece of paper. And I was like, okay. She said, and you may want to lean all the way back in your seat in the car. So nobody's watching you, or if that's important to you, just, you know, lean all the way back. So I did. I leaned, reclined all the way back, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? What the hell am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, here's a piece of paper, and I'm leaned all the way back. She goes, now I want you to take that piece of paper and wave it up in the air. And I was like, 
okay, that's dumb. And uh, we just crossed the dumb line. And right? then, and I'm like, okay. And she said, and I want you to say, God, I'm going to give all of these to you. I wave the white flag and I surrender. Oh, <gasps> right. And so that, I mean, I still get goosebumps about that. And what that did for me was so powerful because I could not, without physically doing that, I don't think I could have surrendered. See, and I would have crumpled it up and like eaten it or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been something she would have told me to do. Now crumple it up. Make sure your seat's back because if they right. see you eating paper, they're going to call the other people. <laughs> they're going to take you away. To come get you. <laughs> yeah, so, and it was a relief. And I was like, that was so simple. You know, like that was so simple. And, but yet I didn't, you know, I don't learn my lesson the first time. You well, know? I think when you're inside the storm and that's what, that's what, and, and again, please, 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 if you're listening and you're not an alcoholic addict, this applies to you too, honey. This applies to you too, honey. I'm just telling you when you're inside the storm, when you're inside of it, you can't, you can't see, mm -mm, mm -mm. you, you can't see. And so it takes someone outside of the storm going, Hey, 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 over here, you're doing this, you know, and, and you can come out here and I can show you, you know, so you need someone to help you step outside of the storm. So no matter if you're an alcoholic addict, if you're not, and you wouldn't have a sponsor, you should have what I, what I say is a spiritual advisor, a spiritual partner, you mm -hmm. know, someone that you have given authority to call you on your shit. Sorry for the, uh, no, I'm not sorry it, for the bad it, word. No. It's just what it is. Someone to go, hey, come out here. Listen, let's look at this now. Look at, you're being kind of nutso right here. And here, maybe you're in fear. And, and you're going, oh, crap, I couldn't see that because I was in it. Well, and I think the most important part of that for me was, and, you know, she would always say to me, I, I'm not, I'm not the one. I'm not going to solve all your problems, Jennifer, uh -huh. but I know one who can. Uh -huh. And, um, and that's my, and that's your higher power, right. you know, who I choose to call God so or Jesus. Reminding and so, of that. yeah. And so it's like someone who was pointing the way back at my higher power. And sh what that did for me was it kept me from holding her responsible. And that was the first. Well, and holding her hostage. Yeah. And almost. hostage. Yeah. I was going like, to say that too. Because you'd be calling. Yeah. yeah. We yeah, talk like, about speed dial, Yeah. Man. And so it's like, it's not about. Um, someone fixing my problems. And that's where, um, you know, I love therapy and what it can do, but what I was using it for wasn't ever going to work, you know, because I was looking for the answer. Right. I would go to therapists and like, you're going to, you're new. Fix me. You're going to, and the more I told you, you were going to, and the more you knew, you were going to give me the secret. And that never happened, you know, and the reason, and, the, you know, good, you know, beautiful people, therapists that I went to who had a lot of great things to say, uh, but they didn't have my answer. Right. And, um, and they, and m most of them probably knew that, you know? Um, and uh, yeah. So, and well, and, and I wasn't exactly honest with them. Either. And to, e well, and to even go <laughs> deep and to even go deeper than that, you know, when, I don't know. I don't know. I because I should too. Should I? I as well should have an honorary psychology degree with as many <laughs> that I saw during my time uh, in 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 addiction. But I don't know that I had ever. A I didn't. I didn't connect mm -hmm. with them. I didn't. You know, um, have that that connection right. to where I had given them authority mm -hmm. or and and 
you know, in, in recovery, you know, you, you share with someone who's earned the right to hear what you have to say right and what you have to well, share there's, and there's no motivation you know right. other than to or just ulterior want, motives yeah, and, just yeah. i just want you to be sober mm-hmm. and to or and i just to want feel, you to be okay and to be happy yeah. joyous and free you know mm-hmm. so i think so there's that other component of you know like i can put friends around me who will call me out on my crap mm-hmm. at the same time they've got to point me back to the answer the right. solution right and um and you do that for me mm-hmm. um over and over again and my sponsor does that for me and even my people that I sponsor mm-hmm. do that for me and then I'll find myself talking to them and saying things oh I needed to hear that right you know I mean right. like I don't have all the answers either mm-hmm. and so um so I think it's really important to surround have a broad love base of people like that right. you know that you can call regardless it whether you're in recovery or yeah. not Right. You, yeah. You know, I don't need yes men around. Oh, me. no. Oh, gosh. Or people that pity, you know, have pity yes. for me or, you know, uh, you know, compassion. I mean, compassion's a great thing, but um, accountability is really more where it's at mm-hmm. for me. And you empathy. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I trust that you know what you're talking about. And I trust that my sponsor knows what she's talking about where that's concerned, you know, so. Yeah, I've, that that empathy. I've been, and you and I talked about this the other day. That I've been, I've been listening to a, a, another speaker that talks a lot about vulnerability, mm-hmm. and um, and and what that means in well in in anybody's life, let alone in recovery, because that's very, you know, it it takes um it takes a lot to be vulnerable you know to to show your guts to somebody well Um, because you want you want that person to think the best I used to play that game in my head with my sponsor too you know so like even though I trusted her and I knew there was some hard things that I had to tell her and and fess up to Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to right because I was so afraid of losing her Mm -hmm. and you know if she really knew me judgment would Mm -hmm. she love me still Mm -hmm. would she be there for me and you know, I just remember her time after time or, you know, one specific time where I was like, I really, you know, screwed up here and I and I messed up. And this was in sobriety, you know, and I'm like, OK, I have to tell you what's really going on. And she's like, I can relate to you. Mm-hmm. And she told me her stuff. Right. You know, and I was like, she didn't judge me. She related to me. Man, and that is a connection yeah. that just most, you know, just in our everyday life, you know. Um, I, I had never, I don't know that I'd ever made a connection like that with another human being, you know, to where I was, I was not afraid of judgment or, or, you know, what have you to, to be my authentic self. I mean, that, that was, that was one of the things that all led back to fear, you know, that, that I carried, I carried that massive trunk of, of masks and costumes, you know, who am I, who do I have to be at this, with this group? And, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. I'm going here. I have to be this person. And it was just exhausting because I had such a fear that if you saw who I was, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't accept me. Right. You wouldn't want anything to do with I mean, me. I mean, I was all I had. I didn't like me either. Right. I didn't accept me either. Mm-hmm. Why Why should you, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, let's pick another topic. Fear is a, fear is a booger. Yeah, let's throw that one away. No, <laughs> it's a good thing. We're, it's good that no, we're, it's okay, good. so it's we're good. getting it's into good. the, into the, I won't look. It's like I'm going to draw for the prize. <gasps> oh, I love this one. Friendship. Oh. Oh, that's a sweet one. Friendship. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was never a good friend either. 
you know, before, because, because I always had ulterior motives. It was always about what is in it for me, Me. you know? And, Mm um, and I didn't, I didn't have really strong bonds, friendships because I didn't know how to be a friend. Um, I didn't know how to give, you know, it's one of those things that you can't, you can't, you can't give what you don't have, you know? Um, so all of my, all of my relationships were superficial, you know? Um, and it wasn't until, mm-hmm. because I, oh, either, either I, and, and I know this now, I didn't know this at the time, but I, it was either what can, what do I need to get from you or what are you trying to get from mm-hmm. me? You know, it was, it was never just what it was and, and coming into recovery and, and the community that I'm in, um, it just is. And it, it I had never experienced accepting someone just for who they were Mm -hmm. and that sounds crazy and it may sound you know real shitty but that that's just the truth and if you look at yourself I think you're and and you're honest I think you'll find the same thing that you know what what friendships do you have that there's just no holds barred Mm -hmm. you know um and you can be your authentic self it just it's so special to have those friendships that I have made in in recovery right. and, and, and which has made me a better friend for people that aren't in the program. Sure. Right. I mean, I know, I think I scare the crap out of some people because I am, I am just authentic, you know, raw, raw. authentically me, <laughs> yep. um, you know, and who's meant to, you know, who falls away is meant to fall away is kind of how I look at things. Um, but I know how to be a friend now mm-hmm. and I never knew I, I was in my forties before I knew how to be a friend. Yeah. Yep. So what's, what's your thing on friendship? Well, I, you know, that, um, I had some really good friends when I moved here and, um, and I still have, uh, some good friends, but I, you know, my drinking cost me those relationships because I didn't want to answer the phone anymore. Mm. I was too drunk to answer. And, um, so I, you know, I went for a long, long time without returning phone calls. And then um, some people fell away, and then there were the people who loved me and knew me in, in any way. Mm-hmm. And um, um, those people stuck. But, you know, um, I, di- I didn't know how to be a friend either. And I think what it took was me, um, people treating me like a friend, you know, like my sponsor, she knew how to be a good friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, she showed me the way with that, but also, you know, I I had to do a lot of self-examination. You know, I had to look at, um, how those patterns of my life kept showing up, you know, in different relationships and, um, and then just really deep diving into that and um and working through that um and then accepting myself the way i am and that has been a journey mm. i am i'm i'm way better than i used to be i love how you said that accepting myself because if you're not accepting of yourself mm-hmm. you're not it's almost like you're not going to allow other people to accept you well there's no, not knowing that you're doing that you know there's that basic feeling of trust yeah you know, like, I don't trust that you really love me. Because I, I know who I know. Because I, I know who I am. 
And um, and so I was always putting on that, you know, talking about different masks. Mm-hmm. I was always putting on that front. I knew how to navigate that really well. You know, being kids of alcoholics right. trained us well for that. Right, right. I could feel the room. I could get the temperature. And, you know, the problem with that is I would assign a lot of my stuff onto other people. And I still have a tendency to do that. My husband, you know, said that to me the other day. He's like, you're, you're telling me I'm, I'm feeling angry and I'm not, you know, and I'm like, Mm. oh, it's my stuff. Um, so, you know, a lot of projection, you know, a lot of trying to read between the lines and there was always just this covert operation running, you know know what I mean? And so, um, and so what I've had to learn is take people for who they are and what they say to be true. You know, say or do whatever they say or do. Just take it for face value that it's true, you know, and then. But I don't. That's a that's big. But I don't have to base my feelings about them necessarily on what they say or do. You know, Um, I may not trust them, but I don't have to be any different. I mean, you're good at that. You don't have to let it affect you. Right. Right. And I and I can. I have a lot more peace today, and I'm a little bit more centered than I used to be. But I have a high emotional um, uh, emotional intelligence and an emotional um, barometer. Yeah, mm. and um, and I uh, that gets me in trouble sometimes. And so, and I've been wacky, and I've been crazy in relationships, and you know all of those things. And I've acted out, and I've been reactive, and and whatnot. But I think, um, you know, it's been a process, it's been a journey of just getting to know myself and uncovering, discovering, discarding. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's been about. Mm-hmm. And these things aren't working for me anymore. You know, it's keeping me from what I really want, you know, and uh, or from what God wants for me. You know, um, I think he wants me to be happy. I think he wants, uh, I think he wants me to feel connected to other people and have friends and yeah, be a good and, to, friend. and the connection yeah. is everything, you know, but it did start with one person at that point, you know, when I got sober. Um, the other part to this is I think about when I think about friendship, I think about, you know, that time when I had to go to court mm. and um, uh, for mediation with my ex-husband over visitation and I had every one of you ladies. You were terrified. Oh, I was terrified. You were terrified. And I, I didn't, I was so scared of the outcome, really. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, you know, I prayed about it and I talked to God about it. And yet, it really, I felt like my reinforcements had shown up, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you were there, several other people were there. And I felt like y'all were walking me into the courtroom limb by limb, just mm-hmm. carrying me in there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it gave me such a um, strong sense of um, belonging. It really made me feel like I belonged. Right. And that I was loved. Well, and to feel genuinely supported. Yeah. Genuinely to have someone in your corner. Mm-hmm. We could say that all day long. And I'm there for you. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of thing. But it's, it's, you know, where the rubber meets the road is do you show up, right. you know, um, mm-hmm. And just be right, but it was it was I was very selfish and self centered. You know, I remember my friend Jane mm-hmm. uh, and I used to wake up in the middle of the night. You know, around the same time, and um, 
and I would call her or she would call me. And I and I remember one time I was probably three three or four no, I was probably four or five years sober and <clears throat> she said, uh, I said, uh, what are you or I, she said, What are you doing? And I said, I'm talking to God and I, and I'm praying to him. And she said, I said, What are you doing? And she said, Me too. I'm talking to God too. And I went, Really? <laughs> Like the epitome that, that, I mean, to me, that was like the epitome of my self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God's talking to you too. Right? Like right now. How can now? he be doing that? Because right. he's talking like, to me. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You're going to need to hang up with him so yeah. that I can finish my conversation, please. It's not possible. Yeah. Because I'm taking up all his time right, right? now. No, I'm a full-time yeah. job for I'm like, But, you know, and I tell on myself in, in my group, you know, I tell on myself that story because, because really that, that was how I was. Mm-hmm. And, and I can still be that way. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there are other people in the world. Oh, there's other, like God is just as concerned for me about, uh, about them as he is for me. Ooh, I don't like that. I know. But it, you know, and, one of his and, um, and we have another member of the group who, who said to me one time, God is um, for the good of everybody concerned, not just me. Right. And so it's really it's well. That's a, difficult to remember when you're in a in a situation where there's where, where it could not go the and, way that you right. think it should go, and more often than not, it ends up better than the way that I think it should go. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I've had that experience. Okay, do you want me to draw one? No, your turn. Okay, I don't like. <laughs> I don't know if I like me drawing. Why? Aloneness. You keep drawing the icky like, ones, oh Jennifer. <laughs> Aloneness. Okay. Hey, I'm being honest about what I, I could make up a. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we're on video. <laughs> Aloneness, right? Aloneness. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh, aloneness. I didn't know how to be alone, uh, and yet I felt it all the time. You know, I would be in a room, like we talk about being in a room filled with people and feel alone. Mm-hmm. And, and it goes back to that connectedness that we were just talking about for me. Um, and I I think that has been something that, um, you know, just being alone at night, you know, in, in my bed when I was a single mom and, and my daughter would be away. Um, and just sitting with that and... But I feel like ever since I had that spiritual experience when I did my third step mm-hmm. and the and the obsession was immediately removed, um, I, I haven't quite felt alone. You know, like I, I haven't felt I've been alone, but I haven't felt lonely to the point where I was. Right. Um, and I and it, and it really a lot of it has been the fellowship, you know, being a part of something bigger than me, being a part of, um, you know, it couldn't, I couldn't just be with myself in my head all day, you know, it's a dangerous place to be. It is. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being alone. It doesn't scare me like it used to, Mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't want to be alone. I mean, I, I would run to the bar, you know, so I didn't have to be alone, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I would proceed to, you know, drink myself silly and you know 
tell everybody my life story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, perfect strangers, my I, life story. I, yeah, f- feeling, um, I felt alone my entire life, my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, un- until March 14, 2012. But, but I will say that I had an experience, um, which, you know, more will be revealed kind of thing. Um, this past February, when I went, I went up uh, to the, the International Women's Conference um, of Alcoholics Anonymous was in Dallas at, this past February, um, and and I I was going to be a speaker at one of the one of the meetings, and um, this was I man this was this was a this was a lesson for me. There were supposed to be several of us women to go up. Um, and, and so I thought we're going up as a team, we're, you know, we're going to all be together and we're going to, well, slowly several of them just kind of fell off and couldn't go. And so before I knew it, I was, I was driving up there by myself, which is fine. Um, I mean, I, I'm 53 years old at the, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and so I, I go, I, I, and I, I was checking into the hotel and I was like, I don't think I've ever checked into a hotel by myself. Really? So that was that was kind of a, and that was a fleeting thought. I thought, well, that's kind of weird, you know. So I I, I get because Rick is usually take take he takes <clears throat> care of me. He just takes care of those things, sure, you know. Sure. And and so I I I I take care of that. And so the the girls are there's a couple of girls that are still coming. They're going to be late, but they'll be you know they'll be there. And so I head over to the hotel where the convention is is being held, and um and I'm waiting downstairs. And so I see the I'm starving, and I see the restaurant. So I go I go over there, and, and nobody is really in there yet. I mean, I was kind of early, and so the lady said, "Would you like to sit down?" I'm like, "Sure, sure, get a glass of tea." And so I'm sitting there, and there's there's nobody else really, but slowly mm-hmm. people start arriving at the convention, right? Not my people, but people. <laughs> and they start sitting down at this restaurant and ordering food. And, and I'm like, I'm freaking starving, but I was waiting. And so I get a text from the the one of the ones that was supposed to meet me that says, I, I just can't make it. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting in this restaurant by myself. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. And it occurs to me that I have never sat in a restaurant by myself and had a meal right and i text rick and i said okay i'm just gonna come home Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna come home i can't i can't do this Mm -hmm. what do i do and he's like you're fine you're okay you're Mm -hmm. hungry right and i'm like yeah i'm hungry he said order something to eat and i thought i think i i I sat there (laughs) i sat there thinking Every single human being in this place is looking at me thinking you're a <laughs> yeah. freaking loser. Yeah. Nobody wanted to even come with you. That's how much of a loser you are that they won't even sit at a table. I mean, all of this is not, you know, not, not that um, specific, but I, I remember just feeling so tiny. Mm-hmm. I felt small. so small. Mm, yeah. So I ordered some food with this lady that was very sweet to me, the, the waitress. And, 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 um, and so I ordered the food and it, she brought me my tea and I look up and this, this lady is walking by, she has this little book bag with her and she stops in front of my table and she looks at me and she said, is anybody sitting here and pointed to the chair across from mine at my table? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, 
<laughs> and she said, I don't think I've ever had a meal by myself. Oh, wow. Can I sit down with mm-hmm. you? And I'm like, girl, you better sit down in that chair. <laughs> sit down. Your ca- well, of course, you can sit with me if you'd like. Right. I was just going to have a meal. You know, I mean, it was one of those things, but it was it was right then. I thought I was going to cry. Yep. And I, t- I texted Rick and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm making a friend. Wait, I'll tell you all about her, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and because I just thought. That is God doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Yep. He He allowed me to sit in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. I didn't bail. I didn't run. And then he sent me relief. Yep. Is how I saw it. Yeah. You know, and he so she up. was delightful. Mm-hmm. She ordered a meal. We had a meal together. And I, it like gave me the courage. Yep. To continue for the next two days, which, you know, intermittently, a couple of the girls came um, and, and was at several of the meetings. But for the most part, I did that thing all by myself. And I was so proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you, too. It just, I love you for that. It, it But it, it just gave me, it just, I don't know what it gave me. It gave me courage. It well, you gave walked me, through the fear of it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Whereas usually I would, what I wanted to do was get in my car, drive back to Waco, but and just didn't. be safe. Yeah. And I didn't. I but you stayed. also reached out because you texted me too, and then I sent you a really cute video. I know, we did. We did have you. I think you were brushing your teeth, you weirdo. Um, but, but, you know, I not only the things that I got from that, yeah. Yeah. you know, I just <clears> talked <throat> about, I think I just talked about, or maybe I talked about it yesterday, the conference, the women's conference that that I just spoke at on Sun this past Sunday. Uh-huh. I would have never that's how I was invited was because I was at this other place. Right. So all the things that I would have missed out on yeah. had I not. Yeah. One thing led to another yeah. and some good things and it's, came out of it's, it. It's yeah. And it's if you You can do hard things. If you're mm-hmm. okay with yourself and you have people that And so how did you, you get there? How did you get to that point where you were okay with yourself? Working, working a recovery program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took it took some. I had to take the stairs, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, I it it took it took a little. It took a lot of work. Yeah, it took a lot of work. Um, you know, um, and and realizing and 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 working through the fear. Mm-hmm. You know, when I know me and I'm okay with me, mm-hmm. what you think about me is irrelevant. Right. I mean, I want you to like me. I want you to hang out with me. And you know, but but if you don't, I'm okay. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I never I never mm-hmm. had that before. Mm-mm. I never had that before. Me either. So I don't choose to be alone. There are times where I <clears throat> I, I I crave that. It's like you know, because <laughs> yes. I'm so extra as it is, I yeah. get on my own nerves. Yeah. Um that that but yeah, I, I prefer to be with other people, but I'm okay to be alone. Yeah. Now. I get in my head sometimes too and I get sick of myself. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, pick one. one. We'll see how we are on time. We're doing good. Oh, we still got a good 15, 20 minutes. Really? Wow. I'm going to deep dive. I'm going to deep dive, y'all. Yeah. Let's go down to the bottom. Don't do guilt. Don't do guilt. (laughs) Oh, you know, you're in trouble now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's see what we... (gasps) What? Character defects. Character (laughs) defects. We need I some have different topics. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Um. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Had you even heard the term? Well, no, you had. I've been you, around a. Yeah. A, a, yeah. I long time. I. What the? What? What? What is a character defect? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a. So I'm going to ask you, Miss Teacher oh my USA. Gosh, yeah. What is 
a character defect? Um, well, hand, grosser handicaps. Uh, I mean, there's other terms that I could use. Uh, sin. I could use that. Mm-hmm. But I like character defects because it's a, it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's softer. (laughs) We do try to find an easier, softer way, don't we? (laughs) We do. We do. And so uh, character defects. It's funny because, um, yeah, that has uh, an awareness of that. You know, like we're talking about, you know, when, when you, when you deep dive into your, you know, your own history and and your um, patterns, patterns, Mm. and you find out what, what you're doing in each of your relationships, um, then a, a, you know those pat that pattern does emerge, and um, it's pretty easy to see some of those defects of character. Um, trust is um, I, ha- I have difficulty with trust, and I also had difficulty with being honest mm. with people, mm-hmm. um, and I had. Um, um, because I want to make myself look out, you know, look better than what I am. Mm-hmm. And I did an envy. Jealousy was one of my defects. Mm, that's a good one. <sighs> yeah. And so I didn't, it was like, well, you know, that's a hard thing to, you know, to face. It's, it says, you know, what I was taught was that you, you give yourself over to your higher power and you let him kind of sort that out, mm-hmm. you know, let him use what he can use in you. And I do think some of my character defects, like being, I can be a little bit rebellious and stubborn. And I think sometimes he used that to my advantage um, and to his advantage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think I've talked about this before, but, you know, w- that night that um, my ex-husband wanted me to drink and he was putting whiskey in my face and that rebelliousness in me was so strong. Saved you. Yeah. It oh, saved see? me in that moment. And I was like, I wasn't feeling vulnerable. And, you know, I was, I, it would have been easy thing to do to join him and to get right where, back where we were, you know, where we were before mm-hmm. or so I thought. Um, but I had, but I, that had, that, that had been removed from me. You know, I didn't have a desire. And, and honestly, I was so pissed that he would want me to drink, you know, knowing how hard it was for me to get sober. Mm -hmm. That, um, and he knew, he knew my disease. um, That I was just, in that moment, I could say, you know, I'm not not doing it, you know, screw you, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. And, um, but I remember that anger welling up in me in that moment. And so that saved me. I didn't have a problem with it that moment. Well, doesn't doesn't a certain prayer that we pray uh, say, says, um, uh, I, I, you know, you you can have all of me, good and bad, and bad. to use mm-hmm. as you see fit, right? And I think, I think when there's an honest <clears throat> desire to just, I mean, I really come to the end of myself a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Like even still, I'm like. I just, I'm so sick of me and what I'm thinking and I've got, you know, just surrender, just let it go. Right. And so God, you're just going to sort out all that out. I'm just going to leave all of that up to you 
It's your problem to solve, not mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to do the next right thing. And a lot of times I feel like my job is just doing the next right thing. Right. And to be as honest and open and willing as I can be. And, and, you know, sometimes I mess up. I'm, I mess up a lot and I have to go back because I have a guilty conscience. You know, it's like, uh, okay, I did that wrong. I know I did that wrong. Um, I could have done better there. And mm -hmm. I go back and I have to clean it up. Um, doesn't take me as long to do that. Um, but I'm not squeaky clean. I mean, I, you know, I mean, despite what it looks like, you know, um, I, I don't, uh, I'm not, you know, fully what rendered white as snow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? right. Well, <clears throat> and I don't think he renders us white as snow. I mean, it's it, at least I didn't feel rendered white as snow and I, and I still don't. Mm -hmm. And, and because, because if I were that, that person who's still suffering that comes into our, 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 our um, our lives, mm -hmm. we, we wouldn't be able to relate to. Right. So that's where he, 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 you know, and again, my high power who I choose to call God, for me, God can use my experiences, good and bad, mm -hmm. for his use to help someone else. Right. That is my primary purpose, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, and, and that is, that is what I, I pray remains my primary purpose until the day I die Sure, is to, is to, um, is to have that all of that bad be used for good. Right. And I'm willing, yeah. you know, you know, the other thing that stands out in my head that, um, my sponsor would say to me is, you know, let them off the hook. Let them off the hook. And and I started to do more and more of that to other people. And I think what it's done is to allow me to do it for me too. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes I just let myself off the hook. It's okay. It's okay. You messed up. You know, you're going to try it again. Mm -hmm. You know. And so um, um, I know there's a different way. I don't have to... Um, I, I really don't have to crucify myself or, you know, rake myself over the coals like I used to. Not that I'm not hard on myself because that is one of my character defects is being well, too hard, hard on myself. And that's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing you can't get. You can't give away unless you have it. Right. If you're not doing it for yourself, you, right. you, you don't you don't know how to do that for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Or you don't have the capacity to do that for and someone else. And it's so funny how God puts people in my life. And makes me very aware of, you know, like, oh, I didn't even know I had that character defect, you mm -hmm. know. So I was calling somebody out, a uh, sponsee, uh, I was calling her out on being sarcastic. And then I proceeded to be sarcastic for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it didn't count for I was me. like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I see. I, You know, I have that potential to do all of the things. And you've got me, the great enabler, where I was like, okay, well, uh, yes, you were sarcastic, but was it truthful? Yeah. <laughs> Or even on <laughs> right because <laughs> if it's truthful, yeah. then maybe it, yeah, it's okay. If yeah, it's, it's rationalization. Well, yeah. rational yeah. lies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I I figure God's going to use whatever I give Him. If I want to keep it and roll around it in it, that's fine too. But then and you get the consequences. I do, and it usually and everybody around you. Gets it costs me a relationship, mm -hmm. you know, in some way or another. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I just I don't I choose not to do that today. 
Okay. Let's let's do um let's do one more. Oh, I don't want it's to your, well, I just picked a crappy one. You can it's not a crappy one. Okay. I take that back. Yes, I take that back. Prayer. Oh, oh yay. That's a good Redeem, one. That's a good topic to end on prayer. That's a good one. Really? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Okay, prayer. Uh I tur- I do it every day and many times during the day. I have found that it is um, coupled with meditation, it uh, it has given me a lot of peace, mm-hmm. a lot of peace. And I didn't even know that I needed serenity. I mean, I didn't know that I needed it. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but it but it it really it's like can really everything be whittled down to you know just you know having peace. Or humility. Right. Can it be that simple? Is that the answer? Um, and I, it's improved. So, like, I talk to God not in a formal way. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I, you know, it. There are specific things that I that I say or pray, but um, I just, you know, when I was young, I remember when I was younger, growing up. There were several prayers that I would memorize, and I would say those at night and I, when I would be alone in my bed, and I was afraid um, all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would say those prayers over and over, and the serenity prayer was one of them. Oh, and, really? Yes, it was. And, um, and yet it didn't relieve me of the fear it felt. Well, because you didn't... Have, you didn't have a relationship right. with the person that you were talking to. So what I have found is that uh, I do like the prayers that were given, mm-hmm. but I find more of a connection when I just talk to God and ask him questions and try to listen. That's the kind of prayer that I do uh, in meditation because I need something. Um, my higher power has to be real. Mm-hmm. He has to be He has to be a friend. He has to be loving and kind. Um, and be available, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, you know, there was a lot of neglect in my in my house. I was neglected, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a lot of times. Um, but I have had to build a God. You're talking about build a bear, right? Um, mm-hmm. Build a God with um, and put those things in that I needed from Him. And then, as I've studied other texts, um, I found that He's that and way much more. Mm-hmm. And so my concept of God has improved um, and gotten much bigger. I didn't I didn't have a God big enough to sustain my sobriety right. for 15 years. Right. So and I and I say that often that if I had the God now that I had back then when I first started, mm. I wouldn't be sober today. Mm-mm. He had to grow with me. And, um, and I absolutely had to know that he had my back and that I could trust him. And, um, and that, that's, that's been over time, but it's also been with spending that time with him. Right. And I mean, I've, I've had periods in my sobriety where I didn't pray at all because I was feeling rebellious or I don't know, you know, I just didn't want to, you know, I'm angry, whatever. And, um, and then I would find myself more in fear, like 
there was, I would be in fear most of the day and it would start oozing into my relationships. And so um, what works for me is to start every day with prayer. Um, And I've got my daughter and my husband and we all sit around, we do our little reading for the day and then we do a five minute meditation. (laughs) It's just great. And she'll, she'll ask me, you know, you know, Josie, Mm -hmm. she'll ask me, uh, mom, are we going to do our five minute meditation? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I set the little timer and we all sit quietly and meditate. I don't know what they're doing, but I mean, I, you know, we're just, we're doing it. And so there've been other times where I meditated twice a day and, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I just, it changed, it's changed over time and it's been different in different seasons of my life. But the one thing I do is maintain contact with my higher power mm-hmm. because, uh, well, because uh, he's the he's the director of my life. Right. He's the he's he's everything. I don't know. How, I know less. You know, I was wasn't even nervous about today because I because I because I realized one thought, and that was, um, I don't know anything. Right. <laughs> really, right. the more sober I am, the less. I mean, and people say that, but it really is true. Like. I don't really know anything. I'm waiting for a postcard that says, Dear Christine, you don't know shit. Love God. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I, I prove myself wrong yeah. all the time. Yeah. And he, and he yeah. shows up. And see, for, for me, um, you know, it's, I don't, it's almost uncomfortable when, when I'm, I'm with other people and we say a prayer and they say, amen, because I, I rarely say amen. Mm -hmm. My, my conversation never stops Mm -hmm. with, it's, it's like a, every now and then I think he sets the phone down and goes and does the laundry and then comes back and goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Oh, really? That happened. Tell me more. And puts a receiver down and goes, you know, but, but I I have a constant dialogue and see from, and I love what you're talking about. I think that for me, um, and I I call my morning time doing my paperwork Paperwork. and it was because of, uh, we have five kids and it's like, I, I do my paperwork in the morning. Don't please don't disrupt me. I I have got to build that foundation for the day Mm. because, because otherwise me and everyone around me is in danger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so, so Rick and I, and he came along with me as well, just, just like yours to where he'll sit in his side of the room. I'll sit in my side of the room and I just seek, it's like, Mm -hmm. what, what do you want to tell? me and see for me and that's one of the topics we'll get to at a later session meditation for me prayer is talking to god yeah and meditation is listening absolutely right which i never i never didn't do that part left that part out very seldom listen to anybody let (laughs) alone pause and you know because uh, you know the relationship you know, I I want a relationship. I yeah. don't want religion. No. I yeah. want in a relationship is a two-way street. Yeah. You know, if if my relationship with my husband was just me talking, <laughs> which okay, Rick Cohen, if you're listening to this, He's don't you listen. dare, don't you dare email me. Um, but but yeah. I, I, you know, if it, it, it's talking and listening, yeah. it's a two way street, yeah. you know, and it's that it's no different than mm-hmm. your when you have a relationship with a higher power, you know, um, you you can talk all you want, but but God's not a vending machine. Mm-mm. You don't just go push buttons and and get what, or He's not a genie. You rub, you know, make a wish and and or a non one not the God. parking lot. God right. or the yeah, yeah you, parking space. So it's, it's a relationship. So, so, um, 
I, the, and I, it's, it's an, it's, to me, it's like an adventure to, to try to listen, especially when I have something to say and he just always shows up, mm-hmm. you know, um, just always shows up in, in their sometimes immediately. I know. Right. Yeah. But, but it, but it said, it says in a bigger book, if you will, um, you, you don't have because you haven't asked. Right. And, and God is a gentleman. He will not go where he is not invited. And he is a, he is, he is not a, uh, you know, he will not take something away from you that you are not freely willing to give. Um, and, and I just have to, I just have to build that foundation, start that foundation every single morning because when I go to bed, it crumbles. Yep. You know, um, one of, one of the very popular prayers is give us this day, mm-hmm. our daily bread, which is daily. not yeast and flour. It's uh, bread is what we need mm-hmm. sustenance. It's what we, what, you know, whatever we may need. Um, you know, um, it's give us this day, our daily bread. Um, and it's so, you know, th- this 24 hours is all we, all we got kid. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, and so I, I want to build a foundation that's strong enough to support whatever is thrown at me. Sure. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, prayer, man. Cause I, I was that person who would go, Oh, I'll pray for you. Oh, I didn't. And I didn't no more yeah. give you the, the, another thought, yeah. let alone actually try to talk to God yeah. about you. Yeah. You know, that was just something you, you mm-hmm. said because it was a nicety. Yeah. I was that person, yeah. but I can guarantee gosh darn to you right I'll now. Stop right then. If Do I you stop say right to then? you, yeah. not, yeah. If I, if I say to you, if, if, if it's not right then, then you can guarantee yep. that I have, I have spoken to God about you. If I say, I'm going to pray for you. So don't you dare yeah. say I'll pray for you and not do it because I think that God will take some of the lumber away from your mansion in heaven or something. If it's kind of nice when, um, like, family members will say, "Hey, would you pray for so and so?" Because I know that you'll do it. Yes, and I'm like, that is because <laughs> I will. Well, because I will do yeah. it. You know, like what a gift they that it. they that they trust me to to do what I'm going to mm-hmm. say that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean that and they see that you have a connection oh, that well, it's like I know and they I know can you too. have a, yeah. they can too. You I know? know you have God's phone number. Could you could you use it and, you mm-hmm. know, say put in some do good you do, words for so me. do you do it on your knees do you do you do you pray on your knees it um it depends yeah. i certainly have oh yeah um yeah if 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 it's a, if it's something that that if it's a situation let me put it this way if it's a situation that takes me to my knees i take advantage of that yeah you know being down there yeah that's let's put well it that said. way well um you know um but, but, you know, and I don't think that God is impressed with flowery language. Nope. You know, I, it, it's just bless the piggies and the duckies and the, uh, you know, um, and daddy help, you yeah. know, has, has two help. words has been yeah. some of my prayers. Yeah. Daddy help, you <laughs> yeah. know, kind of thing. But, but yeah, prayer is, is a huge part of, mm-hmm. of my, um, sanity it's interesting when i've gotten on my knees it's like you're talking about it's been that situation where i it was a huge problem Mm -hmm. you know and i just had to give it all over Mm -hmm. like everything all over and within 24 hours within a couple of days Mm -hmm. he comes back with an answer okay so i have a question about something that's come up before god box 
I had one when I first got sober. Yeah, tell me about that. I ha- I had one, and a God a God box is is just that. You know, you find any type of a box. I mean, hell, get a shoe box if that's you know. Um, like we used to make our old Valentine boxes. Whatever yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Um, but but you know, you can get as fancy as 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 you want. But what you do is, if you have a burning prayer, a burning desire, as we say sometimes, you write it down, and when you put it in the God box, mm-hmm. you're theoretically you're supposed to be giving it over to God and not carrying it with you anymore. Um, so when I, because I didn't know what that meant, mm-hmm. I needed the physical action of writing it down yeah. and putting it in so that my mind's eye could be trained to go, oh, that's what it means to give it it's over, surrender. you know? Yeah. yeah. Kind of like waving the white flag. There you have it. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't really use one anymore. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Um, and I have never gone back. And looked at what I've put in there. Yeah, no, I, I've never I have. gone. I, I know you have. You like looking at what's you're no, getting you for know Christmas in, no, too. No, I bet. no. You know what? I don't add a lot to it anymore. Yeah, that's, I don't use it anymore because I've really hit my knees. Right for something that's you know I'm just usually I'm like it's a okay practice to learn how to give. Yeah, things here over. it is, and you take it. Right, and, but it was that physical manifestation, you mm-hmm. know, and so um, the action, of the it. action mm-hmm. of the physical, and um, but I'll tell you, I found two prayers, and I don't know why it was like on an egg shape. I don't, I don't even remember writing it, and it's it had to have been twenty years ago, where I wrote two specific wants and one was to find a man who is a godly man mm-hmm. who I can share my life with and the other was to have a child well guess so what I know and I got both of them right you and they get both yes of them. and I got so much more I have plus I didn't mention this last time but I have uh, plus kids too, and so and grandbabies, mm-hmm. and I love that you know. But God has been so good and and has uh, you know given so much. Right. But I. But here's the thing. That was my hope, you know. But I did even then. I didn't trust that He would fulfill that. Right. Or I didn't trust myself that I you know that I could I was capable of even having that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I'd find a way to mess it up, and um, and then I look back and. Um, and then, and it's, you know, it's a dream come true. And it, you know, I never stopped hoping at some point that right. that would happen. Right. And so even when I wasn't in sobriety, mm. it's just crazy. There's something that, um, there's something that, that I do with my family every Christmas. We have um, a white stocking mm-hmm. that is hung on with, with all of the kids stockings. And, and there's a, there, there's a, a, a framed little thing that I have sitting there that, that that basically the gist of it says that, you know, um, what are, what are you thankful for, for this past year? Right. Mm -hmm. And the only gift that, that Jesus, because we're obviously celebrating his birth at at Christmas, only gift he wants is things that you need to give away. And so you can write down, um, you know, character defects which you know the the rest of the family doesn't necessarily I, yeah. I don't have to use that verbiage but it's like do you know have you had fear have you had anger this year have you had depression have you had anxiety what what have you had that has been not great for you mm-hmm. because that's what Jesus actually wants 
cards yeah. for his birthday. Yeah. So we, we, I have thank you cards right there by those. Wow, and so on, cool. on their own, each kid can get one it, or not, you know, whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. And they can go in private and write it, seal it, and put it in the stocking. And then the, the following year, they are able to open it if they choose. That's it's awesome. still in the stock. I pack it away with the stocking. And so it's, it's a cool little thing mm-hmm. that you can do with your family too, the white stocking. And you can probably Google it and find the, the cool story or saying or whatever it is that I have framed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I got that's it. It was really from the awesome. interweb. Yeah, yeah. It's just a good little. I would want to give away my old roof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got hail damage <laughs> on it. <laughs> I'll put that in there. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you. This was kind of fun. I it was just an idea that, that. Can we take a, uh, those and not put them in the next um, <laughs> We're going to store if we those. Do this again. We're going to store yeah. those. And then once we've done all of these, we'll replace them and start over because I have no doubt we'll have new stories to tell. I'll leave it to me to start with fear. Anyway, that was fun. I enjoyed that it. That was Thanks fun. for having me again. Well, and thank you for the sponsorship of the show. Yes, ma'am. Uh, again, thank you for joining Purpose Driven Sobriety. Um, you can find I'm going to plug the merchandise again please find us on Facebook um, and and give us a follow and share you know with anybody that you think um, could benefit from listening Um, I'm very grateful so uh, thank you so much thanks for listening to Purpose Driven Sobriety keep coming back